Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Starting today, the Buffalo Sabres' reason for existence will be to win a Stanley Cup. That's Sabres owner Terry Pagula, at the time, new Sabres owner. It's an introductory news conference on this day 13 years ago. It's full of life, and now that sucked it right out of him. One of like a handful of notable hockey anniversaries uh, that we are um, celebrating, acknowledging, acknowledging, looking, looking back, on. commemorating. Sure, uh, there's that one. Uh, only four years prior to that, you had uh, the brawl game with the Sabers and the Senators. Forty-four years ago, you had Miracle on Ice, the U.S. defeating the Soviet Union. 50 years ago yesterday, Tim Horton ah. passed away in an auto accident on the QEW. That it's, I'm enforcing it, but... You know, no, I mean, yeah, you know, it's nonetheless worth acknowledging. Yeah. It was uh, t- a talking... Well, no, I won't, I'll save it. 803-0550 is the number. Uh, if you want to get in on the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. It's been, uh, it's been, it's been mostly really kind of fun, uh, I, I think. Like just... Ca- Cathartic. Oh, guy. Dave is next up on WGR. Hi, Dave. Thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hi, Bulldog. I just wanted to share with you my memory of the Miracle on Ice game. Uh, I was traveling at, at the time out of the country with a couple of co-workers. We were in Europe, and at that point, we were in uh, uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. And the day after the game, we were in the hotel lobby there in Copenhagen, and Person after person came up to us and congratulated us on our, our stunning victory. It turned out that the, uh, the Danes were no friends of the, the Soviet Union. Uh, I think that the, the uh, uh, fear was that there could be an invasion, something like what the Nazis had done during World War II. And so uh, they referred to the Soviets as the Russian bear. And so they c- continued to congratulate us. We had nothing to do with the, the game, of course. All, all we were were Americans. Yeah. But, but they recognized us by our, our speech, of course. And uh, uh, they all spoke good English, but uh, they were fluent in Danish, too. As, as, right. Uh, and so, so they heard us talking, and they, they quickly realized uh, that we were not Danes. And so uh, one after another, people came up to us and, and shook our hands and, and just thanked us for, for this marvelous victory That's awesome. over the Soviet Union. What a cool memory. Do, do yeah. you recall whether you and your traveling party, like, did you, how aware of the game were you before we people? We the game was going on, uh, but I don't think we, we didn't see the game. I believe it was tape delayed till the next day. 
because uh, there's a six-hour time difference. So it would have mm-hmm. started at, I think, 11 o'clock in right. Copenhagen. That makes sense. Yep. So uh, we didn't see it live, but, but everybody knew about it by the next morning, and they were all thrilled that the Soviets had been beaten. That's really, really cool, Dave. Really, yeah. thank you. You've yeah. added to the show. I appreciate that uh, that memory. That's right. Five o'clock was the face-off time uh, in Lake Placid. It was shown live on Canadian television. Uh so people here, I'm sure some people here did see it live uh, as it happened. Certainly people in our audience here in north of the border would have seen it live. But here in the States, uh, we waited until ABC showed a tape delay of it as well. Really appreciate the call. Uh, Jim is next up. Hi, Jim. Thanks for calling. You're on the air here on WGR. Uh, thanks for having me, Bulldog. I, um, so it's funny, this anniversary, the 17 years ago, the Senators game was actually my daughter, who's now 24's first game. So easy to remember. And, you know, such a great memory. Obviously, we'll never forget it. We were sitting in 118, uh, new season tickets for me at the time, right across to the Sabres bench. But I, I vividly remember her telling my mother-in-law at the time about the goalie fight and how she's like, Grandma, that never happens. So, you know, it's just a fun memory. But what really brought it back for me is you're, I think you were so spot on about the whole conversation about the difference between hockey playoffs and football playoffs. And, you know, the Bills run's been great. And, and I think one of the things I, I tried to learn from 07 is I was so convinced we were going to win the Cup that year. We were so good at 05, 06. We could talk about that and the injuries and what have you. Right. I really don't think I enjoyed that season very much because it was just about getting to the end, which is where we are yep. with the Bills kind of. And I really tried to enjoy. Like the mm-hmm. Miami game this year was great. Well, really both were. But the one thing I wanted to say is I think you were so spot on with the timing of it because it does take – you know, we went four out of nine years. We were in at least the third round, and you're talking six weeks, and the anticipation for every game is just different. With football, it's a week, and nowadays with the media, there's so much to consume. Every show has it on. It's great that everyone talks about the Bills, but one of the things that I remember is, like, not being able to wait, and, you know, not to pump your tires or mic, but, like, I couldn't wait for 3 o'clock for you guys to come on because you guys would only talk about hockey and the Sabres, <laughs> and that's all anyone talked about, and it's like, it's it's it really is a shame how different it is now and how much apathy I candidly feel towards this team. I mean, I was there Monday and just like, what am I even doing here still? But like, it's it's for people that don't remember or weren't as into the Sabers or are younger. It's just, man, it would be amazing to have that again. So I appreciate yeah. this. I think you guys did a great job of uh, summing that up. Thank you, Jim. Really, really appreciate uh, that. All a lot a lot of kind words in there. Um, yeah, there's um, when when you're. I mean, boy, that's just perfect. Like, football is its everywhere. I mean, you just can't escape it. And, like, that's really cool. We want to consume all that. The bills are good. And so even if people are uh, giving you ridiculously stupid, from-the-top-rope hot takes about Josh Allen, it's still, like, it's content. And the machine is being fed, and your fandom is being fed. You're getting riled up because Nick Wright said something you think is stupid or whatever it is. And that all is a part of it. Hockey, yeah, hockey's a little, kind of more underground than that. Right, you're not going to get a lot of that sort of stuff broken down on American sports television or any of the hot take shows. So if you want it, if you're craving that, you got to come here. Like we we would proudly say for a long time, like we got to be one of the only shows in North in the U.S. anyway, not North America, but in the United States that's that's doing as much hockey content as we are. Um, and when they're when they're good. It's just a whole different thing, man. Like it's just a whole different thing. Those two playoff runs in 05, 06 and 06, 07 
were the first time and really I would say maybe the only time in my career that talking about the Sabres approached the level of talking about the Bills. Like just from a content standpoint, from a listener feedback standpoint, like I'm not saying we would just come in here on the day in between games or even on the day of a game and just turn the mics on and go, hey, aren't the Sabres cool? And then just talk about them for four hours. Kind of. That's kind of what we were able to do. And prior to that, I mean, I was not the grizzled vet of the radio wars that I am now, but from 1995 to until 2005, 2006, the only time we really had like hockey talk that was like really fired up was if like Marty McSorley assaulted someone with his stick or something. Like you need you needed something like egregious and outrageous to happen to really get into it. Um, and oh five oh six that changed. Um, to the caller's point, I said this earlier. Prior to that, I mean, we had a season-long lockout. The Sabres were bankrupt. There was real concern about, you know, the, nobody's going to these games. Are we going to lose our team? Like, it felt really dire. Um, and I know this has been a longer drought than, you know, what happened then because the Sabres were, at that point, in like 2003, 2004, before the season-long lockout, you know, they'd been to the finals in 99. Like, so, like we were into a, a decade drought or anything. Yeah. But it was really bleak then, and it feels really bleak now, I know. But, man, a good team, and it just the switch flips. Because I still think all those people, all those fans, they're still out there, man. They're just, just waiting. They're, they're fatigued and annoyed and just financially drained, yeah. uh, if not emotionally drained. And just... Um, but it it turns it can turn quickly. Yeah, it's like like in 2008, you know, when the housing crisis happened and then all everyone with with any money left over was like, "Oh, we're going to buy houses now." Well, when the ticket crisis happened a couple of years ago when season ticket holders were like, "I'm done. I'm out." No one was even like, "We can get a deal right now." And right. everyone's like, "Eh." Right. It's a t- it's it's tough. It's a tough sell. I was bulldog. I was getting up to about 3 years ago. 25, 30 minutes before face-off, $8, 300-level tickets. Sure, yeah. And I could convince myself to go to a game for $8 and then go spend and you know spend most of my time at the Odd Club and see Jeremy and see a couple of people and be yeah. like, hey, yeah, you know, how are we doing, guys? Uh, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> Drinking? Yeah, yeah. What else are you going to do while we're here? You know? <laughs> right. Right, but yeah, the 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 entry price being that low, uh, you know, it's would would get you there for sure. Michael is next up. Hi, Michael. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Hey guys, just wanted to take you back to the time of oh five, oh six, oh six, oh seven. The Buffalo News did these like little coins. They were for each player, and mm-hmm. you collected them all when you went grocery shopping. The tops I was about eight year eight years old at the time. That was like everything I looked forward to. And around this time, you couldn't drive through a suburban neighborhood without 30, 40 kids out in the street playing street hockey on rollerblades, you know, thinking they were Chris Drury, Danny Briere. I know this because I was one of those kids. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's so, so sad right now. Like, I, I just don't know if the culture's changed or, like, the, the captains of the team or the coaches, but... I don't know if you guys follow the the Twitter videos and the stuff that the Sabres put out there. Mm -hmm. 
before the games, they they call out the the starting lineup and they post the pictures of them dressed really nice. The fans don't care about any of this stuff anymore, and they don't want to see the head coach treat these people like kids calling out the starting lineup. Now, I understand back in 05, 06, 07, it was a different generation. They didn't have any of that. But could you imagine Chris Drury calling out the starting lineup like a child, like that, like it's like it's peewee hockey? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I want to leave it to you and know your take on this, but I just I don't agree with the leadership any more of this. If you continue to treat these players like kids, they're going to keep playing like kids, and they pass out the sword at the end of the game. It's just so sad because hockey in Buffalo is like, it's not what it used to be. And you look at the NHL today and, how many Western New York kids got drafted in the NHL? That was because of the culture that was created here and, and the love of the game. And it's so sad because that's, it's, com- it's completely gone now. And I just wanted to know your guys' take. On yeah, I, you know, I, I hear you on, on, the, on the, you know, the social media stuff. Um, I, I think largely – you're saying fans don't care about that stuff. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say all fans don't care about that stuff. And, and the ones that right now don't care about that stuff don't care about it because the team is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. I, I, and, and I don't know. Um, on one hand, uh, I, I, I might think, like you, I can't imagine Chris Drury doing that. But I don't know that Chris Drury never did that. I mean, I don't know how long that's been going on in locker rooms. I mean, where where a guy like you know players read it off and they're yelling it out yesterday they had the the dads and the mentors that are on this trip with them do it um i don't know that stuff doesn't make me mad um you know the pictures of the guys walking in in their fancy suits and you know tage thompson's fedoras and whatever um i don't know that that doesn't rile me up um because i think mostly that's just the the sabers you know, keeping their place in line on social media. And I think if you have animosity toward it, it's because they're not good. Um, and, you know, that gets you one step away from they should be thinking about winning games, not posting pictures. And, like, that is just a <laughs> just nowhere you want to be because those things aren't connected uh, at all. But appreciate the call, and I definitely feel the frustration. Just I don't agree with, like, like all, all of the – all the points you made, um, but you know I hear you. This went from um, to me, Bulldog. You know, thinking about the good old days to uh, just more of like an airing of grievances, and you know, that's yeah, that's what that's where we usually will end up. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We do. So it goes. Paul Hamilton coming up at the top of the hour. Nate Geary's in for Mike Shope. I am the Bulldog. You're listening to WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.